Welcome everyone. Thanks for tuning in to episode one of Blonde Girl Behind the Scenes. Blonde Girl Behind the Scenes will be an extension of Contender. For those not familiar with Contender, it was started by a friend as an outlet to share the stories of those who work behind the scenes of the fishing industry. They started as articles. However, with his blessing, I've chosen to take it to another level and upgrade the articles to a podcast for easy listening. So this podcast is going to take you through stories of those faces we don't normally see as a face of the industry. So for those who don't know me, I am your host, Michelle Eichstead, or more commonly referred to on Bass Tour as Michelle from Hale, as my favorite writer says, and you'll hear from him in later episodes, he gave me that nickname. Because I am from Hell, Pinckney, Michigan, a place that will forever and always have a little piece of my black heart. Um, but I currently reside in Morrisville, North Carolina. Since this podcast is about those behind the scenes, I suppose I'll take the hot seat first and share a little bit about me. To be quite honest, my story is all over the place. As I've always had my hands in multiple things, so I'm going to try my hardest to put into what I feel like is a time lapse without jumping all over the place and not going back to that long summer night when I was born because nobody wants to hear that. So here it goes. I grew up on a farm in the middle of Hell, Michigan, went to school, graduated, family threw me a party, the whole thing. Never truly knew what I wanted to do when I grew up. However, I told the dean at my entrance interview at the college I attended that I wanted to be my own boss one day. That college, shout out Clear University, is a small college with class sizes of about 20 and half of your learning is done online. I studied marketing and graduated with my bachelor's and within time found myself at a desk job which being my first job out of college, I enjoyed it. Um, but about a year after working there, the company had to close its doors. I have been told I'm good at networking and positioning myself among the right people. And in doing so, I was able to get another job shortly after that company closed. Here's where it gets a little sticky because I've always had a lot of things going on. Um, when I was in college, I, well, before college, I worked at daycare, I was a babysitter, and during college, I was a nanny. At that time of me losing my job, I got a little scrappy and was what we'll call a vacation nanny. So I told the new place of employment, a landscaping yard, I'd be happy to work with them, but after my vacation, and yes, I put that in air quotes because it was one of the best jobs I ever had. Um, I got to go on vacation with this family who basically paid for me to go and make sure their kids had sunscreen on. Got to lay out poolside, have some cocktails, make sure they didn't drown each other. So if you're looking for someone to go on vacation with you and drink poolside with your nuggets, I'm for hire and my CPR card is still up to date. So as Luke Duncan would say, slip in those DMs, okay? So post the vacation, I went to work at the landscaping yard as a director of operations. 
which I also loved and is the job that helped me realize that I love being outdoors and that a desk position was not for me. While I worked there, I also had an internship, completed my master's degree in organizational leadership, and ran a charity fishing tournament for type 1 diabetes. And with the help of my parents and my friends, we raised over $5,000 our last year. And that kind of led me to where I am now in the fishing industry. I was kind of at the right place at the right time at a Bassmaster Elite Series tournament at Lake St. Clair in Michigan. I had taken a friend of mine who is the ultimate professional bass fishing fan. He's probably a professional himself, and he knows who he is when he's listening. But he gave me some confidence to talk to these professionals, and because he loves to blast positivity about people, kind of just told them what I did, what I wanted to do, and... The rest is kind of history. I mean, that's what they say, right? But it kind of is. Um, I quickly became friends with the alien of bass fishing who introduced me to his PR rep. His PR rep had another gentleman at the time working for him, and that gentleman kind of took me under his wing. Um, These gentlemen exited the industry for personal reasons. And from there, I was able to mingle with other anglers, Met my BBF, who shot several clients my way, including the ever-famous Worldwide. Yep, I know all of you know who he is at this point. (laughs) And I have built a name for myself in the industry through branding, organization, and social media growth for my clients. Um, Basically, the job that I have at this point in time and what my business does for the anglers is a manager slash agent. Um, I do everything for my clients from social media management to booking travel to telling them what pants go well with their jerseys. (laughs) And three years ago, I made the decision to move to North Carolina to further my career in the fishing industry because the hellhole just wasn't going to cut it because in Michigan, you only get to fish like two months out of the year. And it's also kind of far away from where a lot of these tournaments take place. So being in North Carolina, I am within driving distance from about a good 60% of the tournaments that my clients fish every year. So if I wanted to attend, and most of the time I do attend at least one or two events a year, um, I just hop in the car and go. Don't have to worry about getting on a plane. I just go. And plus, here in North Carolina, I'm closer to my clients. I have a client that lives in South Carolina. I have a client that lives in Tennessee. Um, So I'm close to them. And because of my location... I have actually picked up other clients in the racing industry, which by the time you guys hear this, it'll be kind of done and over with, but I grew up a NASCAR fan, so I just kind of want to shout this out there. I just got done watching the Pro Invitational Series that iRacing put on, and a good handful of NASCAR drivers raced the race, the virtual race. I'm telling you, if you aren't into NASCAR or if you are and haven't checked out iRacing, you really need to do it. It was awesome, like super cool to be a part of something like that and just being able to watch it. 
I think we're going to see maybe a little bit more of that. So keep it in mind. And if anybody wants to send me an iRacing setup, feel free to do so. I promise you I will learn how to drive it. And I will be fairly decent at it because I'm fairly decent at everything I do. <laughs> okay, but this, so this is not where my story stops because if it were, I wouldn't be here. Maybe I'll be an iRacer. And even though I own my own business, my business has been more of a side hustle for me for the last six years because being your own boss is not as easy as it looks. I've worked multiple part-time jobs from being a virtual assistant to teaching and everything in between. But enough about me for now. I can't wait to share the stories of those I have gotten to know and I'm honored to call friends from the fishing industry and perhaps beyond. Maybe even the racing industry, maybe some of my crazy family members who have really cool freaking jobs, and even some of my mentors who have really incredible businesses. I appreciate you listening. Feedback is always welcomed and appreciated. Please do me a favor and like us on Facebook and Instagram, Blonde Girl Behind the Scenes. And any company who would like to advertise during this podcast, please shoot me a DM. We have the doors open to promote your product. (coughs) No, I don't have Corona and Espresso, Target, Under Armour. I love your yoga pants. (coughs) But for now, with that being said, who do you want to get to know? Drop me a line and let's get to know them together. That's it. Later, Gators.